0: Namaste. So we are continuing the series on Shurabindu's poems and we started on love. So let's take up different aspects of love. It is the most fascinating and most dreaded power. If there is one power which carries the greatest charm for any embodied creature, it is love. And it is most dreaded simply because when love enters a scene it can upset everything it can break all the barriers boundaries it it is a shatterer of all limits it is the power that can change you completely it can transform us even most ordinary human love when one experiences the first rush of love one changes it doesn't last so when mother was asked why doesn't it last she says it's not the fault of love it's the fault of human vessels. Why? Because love is the most dissatisfied Godhead. That's how Shraabindo describes. What does it want? Wideness to start with. It cannot dwell where there is narrowness. What does it want? That inner purity. Not, not a state where there is jealousies, fears, insecurities, doubts. Love will not dwell. That's how we discover in Mahalakshmi. And Sharbinda says very beautifully, uh, mother speaks of it. You know, when you read the four powers of the mother, so you wonder where is love. So, Mahalakshmi is there. He says, Mahalakshmi's love is the human love. It prepares you for the divine love. So, if you cannot go through that, what is Mahalakshmi's love? Wherever she finds that human love is mixed in the chalice with all kinds of low and degraded things, she steps back. A divine disgust seizes upon her. And she waits for this poison stuff to be thrown out. So, love is, love seeks harmony instinctively. So, wherever there is disharmony, quarrel, love says, Thank you so much, I'll try out another home. Quarrels, it'll just run away, it can't stay there in that atmosphere. It seeks for sweetness, wherever it sees harshness, crudeness, bareness, rigidity, that it doesn't, you know, it tends to step back. And go away It seeks for beauty Wherever it sees There is Ugliness Crudeness Of thoughts Feelings Deceptions All this Again love tends to Move away So there are very few Mother says Only The very strong And mighty And wide They can house this power of love Otherwise one cannot So it comes, it touches, as Shabinda says, love moves in our life as a wandering guest. <laughs> for a few moments it changes life, in different ways it comes. To a child as parent, then grows up, then friend, then you know, partner or whatever, lover, beloved. Then again you wait for your child, then finally you discover that nowhere it lasted, so you turn to God. <laughs> but truly speaking, to learn to love truly, one has to have bhakti. There is no other way one can learn to love truly. The only way if one really wants to learn about love, don't jump into loving a human being. I mean, theoretically you will know, but the moment you enter into love, there will be all the ego and all that and one cannot, unless one is really tuned into the divine. Theory it's okay, love without expectation and all that, but After some time, what happens when you love without expectation? Because the vital nature is still there, the ego is still there. You get disappointed inside. You don't express it outside. You say, I am loving without expectation. But next moment, love comes somewhere else. Ah, There is the one. Why? Because (laughs) expectations were there. They were all inside, buried inside. In the routine framework of life, it did not express itself, but it can spring up a surprise. So that's why, but to truly learn to love, you love the divine. Then you understand how the divine pours the love. And then you realize that really for one drop of divine love on one side, you can place all other love of the world, this will still be heavy simply because it's different in quality. You have all the love of creation and love of the divine, one drop of it. Why? Because it's a quality. I mean, I've, I'm sure many of the people have experienced it. The divine mother keeps pouring love. It's not about what she has written. Of course she has written that. I never abandon. I, these are wonderful words that once she, she… But never for a moment. She never judges, never condemns. You may feel that, you know, oh, I did something which was not right and you know, you go to Divine Mother with, you know, eyes drooping on the corners and looking from the corner. How is the mother going to look at me? People used to go like that, no? And they they projected their own thoughts and feelings to the mother. Was mother angry at me? Why? Because (laughs) then sometimes Sraubindu will say, why did you do something that the mother would be angry? (laughs) But then he will continue. No. She was just looking at you, pouring herself. So you discover that whatever you may do, and this is really supreme love. The mother says, there are three poises of my being, and she describes the last two. She says, one is where she balances things, and you know, there is grace, and there is… She says, but my highest poise is the grace that doesn't take anything into consideration, and just gives, and gives, and gives. Once one experiences it, even for a moment, then two things happen. Now, you will never love with expectation. Why? Because you are getting it from there, the original source. (laughs) When you, somebody has an unlimited, what is it called, credit card. I was going to say debit card (laughs) because… Unlimited credit card for all times. And someone says, you know, I want to give two thousand rupees, you'll say, sir, thank you, please keep it with you. I, no, no, one lakh. Say, it's okay, I don't need it. Sir, one crore. Sir, excuse me, <laughs> divine de- credit card is <laughs> What is its limit? It's no limit. So one is when we tune into that, naturally not only we will not expect... To expect will be to limit ourselves and that's what happens when two human beings love exclusively to the exclusion of divine, they cut themselves from the universal flow of life. So their progress depends upon their strength or weaknesses. But when two human beings love, Mother says, whenever in the story of love between two human beings, the psychic element has entered, that story becomes beautiful. How will the psychic enter if we have not realized it? So that's why when somebody had asked in one of the places that, how to discover soulmate? So I said, discover the soulmate will come. (laughs) Don't go the other way around. Without discovering the soul, I want the mate. (laughs) Then you'll have the mate and the soul will take a backdrop. Now he has found me. Because you think that I have found my soulmate. But discover the soul and as you discover the soul, go through experiences of life. In the process, maybe the soulmate will come, who knows? But don't look for a soulmate. Look for the soul, look for the divine and when you tune into the divine to that, you have such a marvellous love which is pouring constantly. Many people in the process turn away from human love because its taste is so bitter. Mother says human love invariably leaves a taste of bitterness. And so they have a tendency to turn away from human love. They will give, but they don't want. Because it's like entering into that mud. Giving is okay because you are receiving endlessly and you give, radiate love, give to anyone. Even special, people would be there in life based on a, you know your inner destiny, your psychic beings, manifold relation. But the moment you start receiving from human beings, there is always a tag... Initially, it's like, no, no, we are giving you because, you know, remember the story of Duryodhana and Karna. Duryodhana gave a whole kingdom. Karna, I value you. Okay, thank you, sir. And then next moment, it was all a dharma. His life was ruined. So, it's always good to know that we are receiving from the divine. That's why in any human love also, All giving and receiving, know that it is coming from the divine, going to the divine. The moment you forget the divine and shut in the center of two people who are very happy with each other, maybe the divine has turned his eyes away. So, here we'll read a poem of Sri Bindu. Otherwise, it's such a favorite topic that I could just go on (laughs) for a (laughs) whole week's workshop. But, We'll turn to Shirvinda and see what true love is. Now, but just a little background to the poem, it's called Immortal Love. So we see that love can awaken in different ways in human beings. The most common and the silliest of ways is by a form. You look at a person and what you see very often are very charming. Beware, beware. If you are carried by outer charm, you are in danger. You are in, in the danger zone already. I'm telling you, I've seen so much in life, not my own life, but please <laughs> don't miss, mistake me. But because you see life, first because of the profession, also you read. Wherever people have been carried away by outer charm, danger is lurking around the corner. You are probably in for trouble, you don't know it. Even if, supposing for example, that it's good, nothing may be so dangerous, but what will happen? You are moved by outer charm. So, how long will the charm last? Lines will fade away, hairs will become white, the voice that pleased you, ah, I am dying to hear your voice, will become the voice you dread. (laughs) You dread. Oh, you see, I, I remember <laughs> so many funny stories I know. So uh, we were four of us traveling uh, to Chennai to give a talk, and I'll not take any names. All of us uh, <laughs> So one of the person who was big man in Army, we are going to give a talk to the army setup. He said, just wait, I have to talk to my wife. So, mobile was not there, this is way back, you know. So, okay, fine. So, he saw a phone booth and said, I'll call from there. So, we all said, okay, now it's going to take time. We forgot that we are still young, he's… So, he went in, within couple of minutes, he came out. <laughs> I said, sir, what happened? Number lagani? ho gaya baat?" I said, what was He said, nothing. This is our... I just rang up, said, all well? Ha, okay, fine. Put. I said, bus itna? Haan, bas message dena hai, sab thik hai. Paisa bhi bach gaya. <laughs> You know, <laughs> there is nothing left to talk. No, this, <laughs> this is one extreme. The same voice, isn't it? So, there are different aspects. People are drawn physically. This is the... Worst kind of, you know. So, as I said, be careful. Be very careful. If if somebody's physical charm is attracting, be careful. Ten times careful. Or if you are carried away by qualities, little better. But very often, love colors. People often say, love colors you. Yes, it colors. But it actually what it does, it sees a deep truth. And then when love passes away, then you see the surface consciousness because the ego tends to rub. That's why love remains much longer till people start living together. When they start living together, then egos tend to rub. So all these are aspects of love. So when one, you know, that's why Khalil Gibran put it very beautifully. He said, let there be spaces in your togetherness. So if you really want love to last long, don't uh, possess and encroach and, you know, make a prisoner… It won't last. It is going to sooner or later because there is an innate urge in human beings towards freedom. And love should be in freedom. You can't force somebody to love you just because you want or you love the person. It is most crude and ugly. You have to set the person free. Well, the person may walk away from you. Well, walk away. I mean, is it a good thing that somebody is forced to love? Or inwardly in the heart, love is gone, but outwardly makes a show of love. That is much dangerous. It's much better if the person realizes, you know, no, now it's okay. Our relationship has entered an expiry date. Whatever reason. And fine, because there is honesty in that. Then, you know, carrying on with the game of deception, it's never a good thing. It's good for people to know. Otherwise, rather than… This one kind of cheating, that inside nothing is there, but you know, you are carrying on. So that way I find present generation is far better. I remember as a youngster, it it shocked me when I learnt about divorce. My God, people can get separated. What if my parents get separated? But I knew for sure they will never. Very old timer, traditional, they will fight and they will live together. Nice people. All that time parents were like that. Old model. Now they get separated. Now in a way, if you see, though it is tragic at one level, but Perhaps better than the deception. It's a way of looking at it. Of course, if you have a child, people stay on and carry on. But still, there should be basic element of freedom. So, these are the loves within the human range. But Sri because he is the master, he is going to reveal to us another love which we don't know. And that that love flows from within outward. So, there is a love which starts from outward. Boys, you meet, dating, all this is what… You meet, you talk, then you say, okay, fine, this, this person is good for me. And now because people have learnt and mastered the art of deception, two people will meet. If for some reason the lady has decided he has a heavy purse or the man has decided she is mischarming, so what they will do, they will start playing to your tune and make you believe that, yes, she the person or he is the person. And then when you get married, the whole… there is a different story which starts. But normally we go like that. But even where there are genuine qualities, that's why they say that when you have to judge a human being, don't judge the person in the… in relationship with you. Look at how the person relates with others. So I often say this to people that, you know, if you are really seriously thinking of knowing each other, Go to a hotel, don't see what he's ordering for you and what dress and sitting and holding a rose, forget all that. See how he's dealing with the waiter, you will know about his character. If he's trying to show off, he's trying to pull on, If he's full of vanity. Tomorrow he'll do the same thing with you. See how he behaves with the waiter, with the common people, with the, you know, valet parking guy. All these are the things where you see how he deals with his other relations. Then you will know that whether there is really capacity for love or not. But the, all this is still within the human range. And in the human range, there are three categories of love, since we are at it, to just round it off within the human. The tamasic love, by force of habit and attachment. Two people start living together. After ten years, as it is described in Savitri, two dogs tied, with, tied to a single chain. One chain two leashes. So they bark, but they can't separate. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a description given. Sri though humor in Savitri is amazing. Uh, habit. So after some time, just to keep the love alive, they move away. Ke chale jao, chale jao, so that you know, you come back, rejuvenated. This is tamasic love. By force of habit and attachment. You all also miss. Why? Because simply you miss maybe your house, your Objects, your longings after some time. Other is Rajasic love. It is on give and take. It's based on how much compliments they give to each other, and all the entreaties. And it's a Rajasic love. It has its charm. It can go a little far. It's on what I can get and what you can give. That we read last time. That's really not love, but this what most human beings understand by love. This give and take. Then this is the sattvic love which stays with duty and nobility of temperament where there is really no expectation in, in a, for a sattvic person. And yet the person loves because one doesn't want to break a heart, doesn't want to trouble anyone and yet, you know, because it's the duty, it's an honour. You have loved someone, so how can you ever, uh, you know, leave the person in? But at the same time, the person wants to go somewhere, fine, there is freedom. This is the sattvic way of life. But beyond all this, there is two more categories of love. The psychic love and the spiritual love. Psychic love starts in a formless way. Sometimes it will declare itself in a dream. Sometimes just as a uh, kind of pull which is beyond uh, anything external. You don't even know. Srivastava says as a star moves uncompanioned in the night, but another place as a star is attracted to star they are both alone sufficient into themselves but they are drawn to each other They vow wo- affinity in a single gaze it can happen like that where you don't know anything about a person you don't know uh, about the uh, you know whatever qualities are there uh, behaviors you don't know you don't know physically it's not that but the you know this love at first sight it's the soul has recognized an answering soul that's it. It can happen like that. Why even after that it can fail? It can fail because human patram may not be strong and capable. But there is an element of truth there. What is called is love at first sight. But if there is compromise, sympathy, pity, all these are not love. For sure we must understand the difference. But psychic love starts in a formless essence like that, as I said. And then it will spread into feelings, thoughts… Vital, even the physical can go into that, and then there is a finally into the most outer nature. It can stay even without ever declaring itself. And of course, there is the spiritual love, which is a love which only that knot which truly heaven has decided and tied. It's a bond of destiny which we can't understand, but it is of. Two beings who are aspiring to the same goal, walking together hand in hand, that is the ultimate culmination. Spiritual love can only be between two beings who are equally spiritually aspiring. Psychic love can be there between one person with a deep psychic development and the other with not so psychic development. But for spiritual love, there has to be this uh, togetherness in the aspiration like some of the ancient rishis and their wives. So we'll read with this little background or not a little, it was too much of a background but now the real poem, it is a wonderful poem and whenever I read this there have been stories like that in human life some of um, Shelley's love poems even Keats, they touch that state you know, the famous poem which Sri said is through and through psychic what is that poem? Psychic love I cannot give you what men call love. And in that poem, there is adoration. It's a woman, but he adores her as a goddess. You can reach that point where the woman becomes for you an aspect of the Divine Mother. It's possible. That's how if you look at the scriptures, that's how it is. And when you love like that, then you worship her. You don't just, you know… That's why in ancient tradition it is called as Graha Lakshmi. The original Lakshmi is with Lord Vishnu but something of her ansha is there in her and Graha literally means one whom I hold. So this Graha Lakshmi has come to you. So what is the challenge for you? Become like Lord Vishnu. (laughs) Otherwise otherwise she will go away. And when she goes away she will come back as Kali, Durga. Graha Lakshmi, this is the term used no, in Indian thought and when she comes home, it is Graha Lakshmi. So you have to worship her, you have to treat her with all the care that is due. You can't afford to really trouble her, torture her, torment her, any ugliness around her. You cannot do that because if you do that, then you are opening doors to all kinds of disaster and ruin. Because now she will go, Kali will come and then your house will be in shambles. So all wise men in ancient times, they revered women. And when they were married, though they everything was there of a human relation, yet it was you are Lakshmi, an aspect of the goddess, for which I must worship you. So here we have this immortal love, master poet, the Lord of Love, because there is nobody else who knows about love than Shurvindo. You see, the mother said two things: don't forget Shurvindo's compassion and the mother's love. Shurabindu gave his body his own realization for the sake of us who don't even care to take his name properly. Who question, doubt. Who put him with all kinds of brackets. And yet for us he gave his life, he gave away. You know he was speeding on realization of his own personal realization. But he said no. A lonely freedom cannot satisfy a heart that has grown one with every heart. My spirit's liberty, I ask for all. What greater love can there be than this kind of sacrifice of the phoenix bird, which burns into the fire, descends from heaven and then rejuvenates itself. So this is the immortal love, which as we know in his own life, how he had experienced with Milani Devi. And these are the rarest of rare love. Immortal love, if I had vowed thee for thy color rare... Cherish the rose in thee, the rose of the cheeks, or wealth of nature's brilliance in thy hair. Cheeks and lips. I mean, it's the description of a woman which is considered to be very charming. If I had wooed thee for thy color rare, cherish the rose in thee, or wealth of nature's brilliance in thy hair. O woman fair! my love might cease to be. That's why some of the, you know, stories of love which endure are when they take place in the mid-ages. It's very paradoxical. Why? Because there is no more the fair and the rose. But yet love endures. Because then it's obviously this is into the background. Something else is there. Many interesting stories like that. People think that That's not the age That's the age when If love happens It can endure Because it's Cuts one layer Where you You can encounter the As I said The charm and the danger Then What next This is appearance Physical appearance Physical beauty Or Had I sought thee For thy virtuous youth And tender Yearning speech So yes Speech is not just the Tone and everything, speech, the wisdom, the expression, everything. It's the whole express, world of expression, which takes the form of speech. So tender, yearning speech and virtuous youth. Thy swift compassion and deliberate truth. A woman who doesn't lie, who is frank, straightforward. If I would have liked you for this, for the compassion that you shower over on people. He is also telling us the qualities you should look for. <laughs> Don't look for whether she will cook for me or not. For that you can employ somebody. No? Don't look for all those things. She will take care of my house. You can take care of your house and now you can get people. Let somebody be employed. Unemployment. Don't marry for having a child. These are some of the most flimsiest Don't marry because she will look after my parents One of the worst kind of things I have seen And this is all in Indian society Sometimes we glorify I have to marry, no? Why? Who will look after my parents in old age? They are your parents you look after Why do you want to marry to look after? You want to bring a girl into the family To look after your parents? How obnoxious And we have glorified all this Bahu who looks after. All this should be gone. But yet there are qualities. She may do it, but she may do it out of love and compassion. Not out of a compulsion, social duty or an institution. Not out of fear that if I don't do it, my name will be spoilt and you know, maybe my husband will stop loving me. None of these should be there. If she does it, wonderful. But if she doesn't do it, that's not important. But still there are qualities. Virtuous youth. She is a virtuous woman. Not a wicked woman, not a woman who loves deception, not one who is full of vices, but virtuous. And we know what are, what are virtues. All these gratitude, um, compassion we spoke about, steadfast in truth, all these, the whole range, the goodness, Shubindu speaks of that, nobility, courageous, these are all virtues, generosity. So these virtues are wonderful. And some of the virtues which he most seems to touch upon because they relate to the psychic is compassion. And tender yearning speech. You can judge a person to a large extent by speech. The quality, the timber, the note. Because you can't do that, you can't learn it unless you anglicize your accent and start doing it. Speech is something which is your expressive mind is flowing into speech and you will notice that speech changes when your inner state changes. Notice it? Catch yourself when you are in the best of states and when you are in anger, How what happens to speech? So speech is that, so tender, yearning, speech. Thy shift compassion, not a deliberate thought about, see look how he is contrasting two words. Shift compassion and deliberate truth. Compassion is not a deliberate act. Should I? Should I not? Compassion. Shift. But deliberate truth. You have weighed and discovered this is the true thing. This is the right direction. This is what I must do. She has discernment if she has deliberate truth. O heart of Ruth. Ruth we know is another term for love. Time might pursue, might reach. Maybe it will carry on but maybe one day who knows time here time is the play of forces destiny it may one day something may happen and it may change but yes this is something which will endure much longer but I have loved thee for thyself indeed no ego's self here loved for what you are who you are not Your nature, but something else. And who is that thyself? And with myself has snared. You're not somebody else. You're myself in another body. And with myself have snared. Immortal to immortal, I made speed. I rushed from my soul essence to your soul depths and fused into one. Immortal to immortal, I made speed. Change, I exceed. Your face will change You may, you know Your everything may change But still the love will continue That story which, you know Of that old man Who goes every day to feed his Wife in the hospital Who is demented Wife is a way of saying But who is completely demented And she goes every day for five years Then sister said Why are you coming? You are an old person You know, we can feed her and take care. Anyway, she doesn't recognize you He said, yes, she doesn't But I do She doesn't recognize me, but I do. It's something else. And I've seen the most people in, all they've forgotten. Even they don't remember the name, but still there is some kind of touch or something which they feel it. They can't put in words because there is love. So this, immortal to immortal, I made speed, change I exceed, and am for time prepared. This is the love which is immortal over death. So these are the three levels One is love of the physical kind It vanishes as much soon as it comes Though he says it it is possible it may continue More often than not when the form changes When the beauty fades away It's bound to go away unless you evolve So people don't realize that love like everything else must evolve If it doesn't evolve after two people may be drawn purely physically But they must evolve If they don't evolve, after some time it will part. Or for qualities, nature, speech, all this may change. Still, there is a possibility that it may continue longer. But when there is soul to soul reaching out, then it is bound to last beyond the limits of time. Immortal love If I had wooed thee for thy color rare Cherished the rose in thee Or wealth of nature's brilliance in thy hair O woman fair My love might cease to be So again people say Oh because love colors you So you are seeing good qualities Better than actually not qualities But external charm Better than if there is an external charm Therefore you are seeing it Because it's likely to fade away Yes, your love will make you see the most beautiful things in a person. Divine love, how she sees the best in everyone. That's the nature of love. There's nothing wrong in it because it has gone into the soul depths and sees something which even the person doesn't know. Or, had I sought thee for thy virtuous youth and tender, yearning speech, thy swift compassion and deliberate truth, oh, and deliberate truth, O oh, heart of wrath, time might pursue, might reach. But I have loved thee for thyself indeed, and with myself have snared. People say, no, Ulajgya, and ensnared. Ensnared by whom? Who is that other? Same. <laughs> you play with the one divine in different forms. Immortal to immortal I made speed Change I exceed And am for time prepared So this uh, beautiful I just thought just to close it There is a very beautiful powerful passage That should be People will say oh this kind of a thing Is all uh, you know Sometimes you get these kind of mails sunne <inaudible> mein hai kahan hota hai Hota because it is rare, it doesn't mean it is not there. <laughs> because it is rare, it doesn't mean it is not there. Because it is rare, it is worth attempting. What is the point of attempting something which is anyways happening all the everywhere? If you have to be a person who gives something to the world, let it not be the common stuff. Bring the most rarest of jewels that one can after a arduous difficult climb and then give it to the earth what is the point of giving the usual stuff and say a practical thing recently somebody wrote sir all this is very nice but materialism is everywhere i said don't say that materialistic thought is everything that people do everything for material things a mother's love for a child is only for getting money out of it love of a lover for a beloved love of a bhakta for the divine for of the guru for his disciple so many forms of love And so many, the love of the martyr who gives himself for the country, it's not for money. There are so many things which are there in this universe which are not moved by money. In fact, that advertisement is very beautiful. There are things which money cannot buy, love, respect, etc., etc. For the rest, there is Mastercard. For the rest, it means Roti makan. So, here Shirobindo reveals to us, That he reveals the different levels that, you know, there there is a love which seeks uh, physical gratification. In which case he says, if that is all, if sensual gratification were all, then it is obvious that I should have no reason to prefer one woman over another. And after the brute gratification, liking would cease. So, that's why the danger. If somebody is charmed by you physically, that means be sure he is going to turn away to somebody else. Because it's a physical charm. How long it will last? So it applies both ways. And if somebody says, oh, you are so good looking, be careful. Okay? Some youngsters here are nodding and smiling. Yeah, because charm is after it fades away, there are other avenues. If emotional gratification were all, then I might indeed cling for a time to the woman who had pleased my body, but only so long as she gave me emotional pleasure. How? By her obedience, her sympathy with my likes and dislike, her pleasant speech, the same thing Shirobinder is describing beautifully, her admiration or her answering love. So long as she says, ji, aap, boli, aji, aap, whatever you want, I will obey it. Uh, emotional kind of way that says, says, why can't you pick up the glass and keep it in the kitchen yourself? Oh, (laughs) you're talking to me? (laughs) Finished. All the love, all the theory, philosophy, Shraabhindo's yoga, integral yoga, divine love, lectures, all dharashai. Watch a man, whether he's doing yoga or not, when he goes home. Don't see, you know, all these lectures, what does he do? how does he sit? Does he go there and suddenly says, okay, now sits on the sofa, get me a cup of tea, get me this. How he treats the lady at home, you will know whether he is doing yoga or not. After that, decide whether you want to listen or don't want to listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. But the moment this sees, my liking also will begin to fade away. This sort of liking too is persistently given the great name and celebrated in poetry and romance. Then if aesthetic gratification were all my liking for a woman of great beauty or great charm might well outlast the loss of all emotional gratification because the charm is continuing. But when the wrinkles began to trace the writing of age on her face or when accident marred her beauty, my liking would fade or vanish since the effect would lose the nutrition of a present cause. So, you know, sometimes I feel when women want to, you know, do a lot of outer things, you know, (laughs) makeup, hairdo, something is missing because if you really get true love, you would never want to because you are getting, you don't need to get anything from anyone because there is something missing. I'm not against all this fine beauty stuff, you know. Nothing personal about it. But I am just saying that there is a… Often I believe that, you know, makeup is a sign that you are missing something. That's why you are making up for what? Makeup if you want to make up, but make up with your qualities, your nature. (laughs) Okay. Beautiful things. Then there is intellectual gratification, companionship. Intellectual gratification seldom enters into the love of a man for a woman. Because most people don't even consider it that there is need for… Mental companionship But it can enter It should enter If if there has to be completeness Even if it did so More frequently The intellectual gratification To be derived from a single mind Is soon exhausted In day long and night long companionship After some time How long will you talk And what will you discuss (laughs) Day long and night long companionship So you have discussed everything possible All the Ramayana, Mahavarata, the Vedas, the Upanishad, the Gita So, after some time, they will say, okay, can we discuss like, you know, about the food at home and, you know, can we go out and have some nice pizza burger outside? Because, you know, how long will intellectual companionship? But still, it is higher in the scale, but there is still greater. All these are good, as the mother says, but there is something still deeper. Whence then comes that love which is greater than life and stronger than death, which survives the loss of beauty and the loss of charm, which defies the utmost pain and scorn, the object of love can deal out to it, which often pours out from a great and high intellect on one infinitely below it. It's no more for intellectual companionship. Even when you are scorned at, still it continues to love. Why? Because it knows that it is out of ignorance that the person is doing it. Deep inside, there is love. If there is scorn, of course, it used to be towards a woman, but it can work the other way around also. A woman may get very angry, but the person knows she loves, it's okay. Because he understands the heart. He knows that if he were to move away, her life will collapse. So this is the kind of love that survives on all this. From a great and high intellect on one infinitely below it. What again is that love of woman which nothing can surpass? First one looks like Sherbindra is speaking of himself. Man, high intellect towards Prilani Devi. Look at it. I mean, there is no way that gulf can be crossed ever. And yet he sets what a yardstick. People don't, uh, don't talk about it. I don't know why they always jump towards Sherbindra's philosophy, yoga. Look at his life as an example. How he has loved Milani Devi, it's unimaginable. What he has throughout, and look at his letters, and when she leaves her body, and what he says, I mean, it's unimaginable. People would crave for Shorbindo's signature. And he says, Can you send a book of Milani which has her signature on it? I don't have one with me. This is called love. You know, he's literally worshipping her like a goddess. And the difference of intellect And how he covers it up When she cannot understand anything Sri says You know what You are a very innocent lady Bholi ho So he easily come into What others suggest He doesn't say What you can't understand Even this much He says You know You are very innocent You cannot understand What people say What again is that Love of woman Which nothing can surpass Final verdict which lives on neglect and thrives on scorn and cruelty Whose flames rise higher than the red tongues of the funeral pyre Which follows you into heaven or draws you out of hell People speak about sati and all that This is a western mind trying to understand Look at love, even whatever it, it cruelty and everything But look at it that a woman is ready, I mean the Johar But even sati, that I want to travel with you. Now, of course, it's irrelevant in modern times. But a woman could love like that. That's why there were satis. There were no satas. (laughs) Because she can give herself like that. I'll walk with you and bring you back from the clutches of death. A woman could do that by her tej, by her tap, by her one-pointed love. All this karvachat and all is meaningless. You know, people have all this one-day karvachat. It's like, it is an Indian version of... Uh, Wives' day, husband's day, children's day is the Indianized version of that. Valentine's day, Vasantri Ritu Utsav is nothing. But if a woman has the power of love that she can bring back Savitri from the land of death, that is something. Say not that this love does not exist. So do not say that it does not exist. Then he gives example. Say not that this love does not exist. And that all here is based on Appetite, vanity, interest Or selfish pleasure This is the bane of modern thought No, no, it's all show Basically, the only Ultimately it is money, pleasure All this life is built about that That is the Asuric civilization He says, say not that That Rama and Sita Ruru and Savitri Are but dreams and imaginations Look here Rama and Sita, he is not saying Ruru and Priyambada. It was a one-sided love of a kind. Ruru could do it. Priyambada was just the recipient of his wonderful love. And he sacrifices half his life. And that is not just, okay, instead of 70 I live 35. No. It meant that 35 years of experience as growth, which would lead him to such progress he has sacrificed. That is the Ruru And then Savitri He is not saying Savitri and Satyavan Satyavan was again the recipient of this wonderful love For whatever reason destiny had chosen Human nature Conscious of its history Confirms its Human nature conscious of its divinity Throws back the libel in scorn Libel that it doesn't exist It says "Acha, It knows its divinity There will be few examples But they will prove it wrong and poetry blesses and history confirms its verdict till today ultimately the name of rama and sita endures that's a beauty regardless of whatever you may say the verdict of history is that yes you can't speak of ram without sita you can't speak of imagine krishna without radha they never got married and still that love is nothing but the that love is nothing but the self recognizing the self dimly or clearly and therefore seeking to realize oneness and the bliss of oneness. So this is what myself to myself, I have snared. It's not somebody else. The one self recognizes itself in another mode in another. And this is a true experience and if one has it, then love can last. But obviously one has to first... Recognize the soul. Realize, not recognize. So then one can recognize its answering soul. That love is nothing but the self, recognizing the self dimly or clearly and therefore seeking to realize oneness and the bliss of oneness. Namaste.